Hello and welcome to In The Circle, an inside look at field hockey in the United States, a podcast that gets you closer to the athletes, staff, club administrators, coaches, umpires and fans of USA Field Hockey. I'm Mark Hardy, US Women's National Team Assistant Coach, and today I'm joined by Alex Grassi, US Men's National Team Athlete for both the indoor and outdoor teams. Hello. Hello there, Alex. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Good to be here. Good, good, good. Um, quick starter question to settle you into your interview in the circle. Um, do you remember the first hockey stick you had, Alex? Uh, yeah, I remember it. I, uh, it was a TK. It was wood. It was, had stars and stripes on it, and I've had it in my bag uh, my whole career. It goes with me everywhere. That is a good story. <laughs> Thanks. Um, so tell me, Alex, when, uh, when did you start playing? I uh, started playing field hockey when I was six at my elementary school. It was first grade. Uh, I was at a really small elementary school. Um, we all started playing boys and girls, everyone. Um, when we got to fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, uh, we'd go to the California Cup every year. Um, all the way across the country from Maryland to California. And uh, we did quite well. My, in sixth grade, I think we won the, our division. I think we were under 12 mixed uh, boys and girls division. So we got the gold. Uh, okay. And what about there? So going from that player that was dominating the Cal Cup, what about um, your journey through to um, the player you are today in the men's uh, indoor and outdoor national teams? Uh, sure. So once I graduated elementary school, I didn't really have any, <laughs> anyone to play hockey with anymore because my teammates all went off to different schools. And uh, my, te- my PE coach or te- uh, teacher, whatever they were, they uh, called up some people in the national team pipeline and got me a tryout with the, one of the junior national teams. So I did some fitness tests and went out for a tryout with the U16 national team. And uh, I ended up making the team. Um, and so I was on the U16 national team, went on some tours, played Canada several times, moved up um, through the U17 national team, eventually the U21 national team. And then uh, I was uh, lucky enough to get selected to the men's squad. Okay. And how long have you been a member of the uh, senior men's squad now? I've uh, been on the team since... Uh, 2012. Uh, I got the call in 2012 from Chris Clements. I remember everything about it. <laughs> I, I was with. I had a chat with Chris last week in Chula Vista. It was good to good to meet him finally. He's a good guy. I'm glad that I had him as my <laughs> national team coach. Indeed. Um, can you talk to me a bit? You played a lot of soccer growing up. Is that correct? Yeah, I, I started playing soccer when I was about four, and I played it all the way through college. Um, Always loved playing it, uh, and it actually helped me a lot with field hockey over the years, so I'm really thankful I got to play it for so long. What do you think specifically helped you from the soccer? What skills do you feel you uh, were transferable into the field hockey game? Um, a lot of the positioning, spatial awareness. Uh, pretty, the positions are pretty much identical uh, between soccer and field hockey. Um, 
of course, there are technical di- a lot of technical differences, but strategies can be very similar, um, and and effort is celebrated, and hard work and effort is celebrated. And um, I I really enjoyed um, just being able to run around. I tried other sports, and they really weren't for me. I couldn't when I was a kid. I couldn't sit still through a whole baseball game or something. I I had to like keep moving. So a uh, field sport where I could just keep running was perfect for me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'd certainly um, uh, my my background's in education and, and with my coaching hat on, um, I can see straight away those players that had had a, a base or a grounding in soccer or, or some t- uh, maybe another invasion sport. The spatial awareness piece that you mentioned is just huge. The, the ability to understand where their body is and relative to the ball and, and the goal um, is huge. And I think that's something that, that needs to be encouraged and certainly more multi-sport players would be good and lots of sports at a younger age is only a good thing for field hockey absolutely i totally agree uh the the only differences i found were uh if i played if i played a lot of hockey for for an extended period of time like a whole summer i'd get out to a, a soccer field and someone would pass me a ball and i'd kind of lean to my right like i had a stick in my hand for the <laughs> few minutes um but then i got over that quick um but as far as everything else, yeah, I totally agree. Um, they have uh, plenty that they share. Um, really happy that I ended up doing both for a long time. Yeah, absolutely. What about um, go through some of your best memories of, of playing field hockey? Are there any in particular that stand out for you? Hmm. Jeez. Um, my – well, of course, we already went over my uh, – when I first got the call to join the men's national team, uh, that was really memorable. That was really nice that I was at home. I got to, you know, break the news to my parents in person. That was really fun. Um, uh, walking into the Pan Am Games opening ceremony in 2015 was incredible. That was a really cool experience. Jeez. Um, there's a ton of experiences. I don't know if I can narrow it down to just a few, but those are ones that stick out in my mind a whole lot. Okay, you've mentioned uh, a few people that have had a, a sort of a, a little hand in your career. Who are the people, who would you say has been most influential person in, in developing you into the, the player that you are today? Um, I've had some great coaches. Um, and I mean, I had a great soccer coach, Emil uh, Mabu. He was, he was great just in, men, mentally. He was a really, really good coach in, in instilling confidence. And Chris Clements was the same way. So I'd say... Those are great coaches, but above them were uh, my mom and dad. Um, they fi- they helped me figure out where I wanted to go with sports, what I really wanted out of them, and then they helped me and pushed me and uh, to keep going. They they were a huge part of my where I am today, and I can't thank them enough for that. Okay, and what about what about what's the best thing about playing for the men's national team? Uh, man, the, me- the best thing about playing for the men's national team, there's a few awesome things about it. The first one is representing your country isn't, I mean, there's a reason you count the number of caps you have. It's, it's, uh, you don't get a ton of opportunities to do it and representing your country is a huge honor and a privilege. Um, so just wearing USA on your chest is a huge honor. Um, 
what else? Uh, of course, playing some of these guys on the national team I've been friends with since I was 12, 13, 14 years old. So a lot of these guys are lifelong friends. So just getting out on the field with them is a ton of fun. Um, we've known each other for far too long. And uh, I really enjoy that aspect of it. We know each other quite well. Um, I think half the team I've known since I was 15 or 16 years old. So it's been it's been a long journey with those guys, and I really appreciate playing with them. Yeah, that's. I mean, I guess that's one of the good things about team sport, right? And you're you're close to each other on the pitch, but um, but the, the relationships that you build together off the pitch are equally as valuable, if not if not more valuable. And that opportunity to compete together whilst representing your country is a uh, is must be a pretty special feeling. Yeah, it is, um, and it actually some things that stick out are the times you weren't playing on the same team. So, uh, I mean, we spend so much time uh, playing on the same side um, that times that we don't like Cal cup, when we get to play on a club team for fun or when we were really young playing in those junior national championships, when it was East coast guys versus West coast guys, those stick out even more because uh, how infrequent they were, but they were always enjoyable because it was really competitive hockey. Yeah, I bet there's nothing better than that opportunity in training order. Certainly, even better so in competitive games to to go against people you know and you know their game and they know your game and it's a it's a it's a, a fun way to play for sure. Yeah, it also reminds you how competitive uh, some of your teammates are and how competitive you are uh, playing with each other. It's a lot of fun, but against each other, it can get pretty heated. And uh, you know, as long as you take it the right way, you understand it's it's all just because everyone really has a competitive spirit about them and they really want to win and be the best. So um, I've always enjoyed those moments, although they can get, uh, they can remind you how annoying a teammate might be here or there, but it's all, it's all for the, for the right reasons. Yeah. And it's, it makes it even better when you're back on the same team playing together the following week, for example. Yep. Yep. I wish it was the following week. Sometimes the men's team takes a little longer between, um, tours together, um, but still, yeah, same idea. Getting back on the field together is always uh, a, a really fun time. Uh, it makes the work enjoyable when you're with your friends. Cool. Would you mind just talking to me about the life of a, a men's an athlete in the men's national team? You mentioned there that you have sort of periods of time away. Would you just sort of elaborate and sort of explain to me that? Sure. Uh, the men's national team isn't uh, doesn't operate like the women's national team, we aren't um, a centralized training program. We were for a time, uh, for a few years, we were in Chula Vista. Um, but for the most part, we're a, a, a team that trains remotely and plays remotely for our clubs and um, all over the, uh, the United States and the world. Um, uh, and then we'll get together for weeks or months at a time in preparation for big, uh, big tournaments or big qualification moments. Um, so for instance, uh, leading up to a Pan Am cup or a Pan Am game, we'll get together for long stints of months. Um, if, um, in preparation for that, it, it's a bit of a commitment, but that's when things really ramp up for us is right before major tournaments. Okay. And I guess that presents some really interesting challenges, right? Balancing work. Yeah life and being a, an international and being an international athlete how does that how does that work for you for example um it's definitely a difficult balance um 
I'm based in DC, so I'm a bit, well, I am, I'm remote, uh, away from everyone else. So I'm doing all the training on my own, finding ways to get on a field hockey turf and finding people to work with. Um, of course, doing, getting in the weight room or running is all my prerogative. It's, it's, you know, it's what you have to do to be fit for your teammates. Um, but as far as working and training remotely, um, the European guys have their club teams that they train with very frequently and they, they compete with them weekly. Um, so they have a good source of uh, plenty of hockey to play. Um, the guys in the United States sometimes have difficulties getting that quality hockey. Um, but I always found that if you, uh, if you work hard enough, there, there's a way to keep yourself sharp for, for big tournaments. Um, it is difficult. Yeah, no, I I can imagine, and and like not being centralised must present a, a lot of a lot of different challenges for you. But it looks like if uh, if you apply yourself and you work very hard, you can you can get to where you need to be. Yeah, the the uh, the men's team's been operating this this way for for a long time, so this isn't really new to anyone on the men's team. Uh, over the years, I mean, working through the junior national teams. Um, we would only get together every few months or a few times a year. So as junior national players, you get used to staying sharp remotely. Uh, a huge uh, culture shock or anything when you had to do that on the men's national team, luckily. Great. And what about um, um, you've set up a hockey club, am I correct? Uh, yeah, I started to set up a hockey club and then uh, there was this old global pandemic uh so i was in the process of uh starting one up it's called mustangs field hockey club um it's based in dc and northern virginia um so hopefully when after everyone's healthy and safe and and uh, the pandemic is over um i'll be able to get back to that working with uh, young players and making them better um but i've just started that and it's it's been uh, a really interesting process i've never it's not something I've ever done before. And what are the, some of the biggest challenges you faced um, setting up a club? Uh, the business. I, I think mostly it's the business side of things. I've been coaching club teams and uh, young players to junior national team players for a while. Um, so as far as coaching goes, I'm, I've never had any issues there. But setting up a club, doing the paperwork, uh, becoming, you know, an LLC and getting the proper forms into the different parts of the government that that's been more eye-opening and a challenge because that's not something I'm used to. I'm just used to picking up a stick and coaching, coaching kids. Um, it's definitely been a good experience, eye-opening one. Um, but yeah, that has definitely been a challenge and happy, happily that is done and I can get to the coaching part hopefully soon. Hopefully very soon. And yeah. uh, where do you see, what's the, uh, in an ideal world, where do you see that club in, in five years' time? Where I see the club in five years' time? Uh, well, my goal is to have, my goal has always been to have a club for boys and girls um, ages 8 to under 19, and then have also an adult component of the club that does training and tournaments too. So I want this to kind of be, I kind of, I was hoping to frame it off of a European style where it's a club for an entire family. Uh, the son, the daughter, and both the parents can, can play uh, in one place at one time. 
Um, so I want it to be something for everyone. I, of course, I want it to be very competitive. So my goal in the future is to make it uh, a club that teams uh, respect on the field and off the field. And then as for the adults, I want that to be – I'm not worried about that being competitive. I just want that to be enjoyable for, for, uh, for the parents and anyone that's aged out of U19 hockey. No, and hey, that's coming from, from Europe. That, that's how I grew up playing hockey. Um, that's how I learned. I was put into a, a team as a, as a youngster and then go, you'd learn as a 13, 14-year-old, you'd play in the men's fourth or fifth team with some, some peers of yours that were 13 or 14 and then some people who are some men who are also 45 and 50 and, and that's a good place to learn and develop your skills and, and then move up through the, the club ranks. And I think that's certainly something that's very admirable and hopefully more and more people should follow that type of, that type of blueprint and keep people involved in hockey in this country as long as possible. Uh, I totally agree. It opens up a lot of opportunities. Uh, it, you know, you teach, if you teach uh, the older generation or parents that have never played field hockey a little bit, they can help you coach their kid. They can uh, provide more guidance to their young player. Um, as players get older, I've always found uh, growing up that coaching helps you learn something or teaching helps you learn something. So if uh, having uh, U19 and U16 players working um, with the youngest, like the U10s and U12s, that helps them as an athlete um, learn to break down a skill to its bare bones. Um, so there's a lot of opportunities um, within within a club that has something for everyone. I think it's it's a, a really I I believe in that framework, and obviously uh, clubs in Europe do too. So I'm going to try to implement it as best I can. No, and I wish you all the best of luck. I think it's a, it's a good thing to it's a good thing to to see, and I think if hockey's going to grow in this country and be sustainable and, and also create this larger hockey community. That's a, a very, very solid blueprint to start from for sure. And I, I hope more people follow what follow in suit. Thank you. Some, some clubs are. So I, I, uh, I hope more keep popping up like that. I would love to see this become, I, I don't want to be the only club that does this. I just want to be one of many. So hopefully more come. Uh, I, I hope so too. Um, what piece of advice would you give to your younger self if you could go back and speak to to the Alex that just won the Cal Cup or maybe before then? What would you tell him? Um, enjoy every moment that you're playing and um, play nice and relaxed and calm. I, when I was a kid, I and even into my um, early years as a junior national player, I had a tendency to get really, really amped up and like overly focused. Um, so being nice and relaxed was something that always helped me. That's a good piece of advice. Enjoy the, enjoy the moment, enjoy the journey. Mm -hmm. um, Alex, thank you very much. Just um, some quick fire questions okay. to finish off this interview, just to learn a little bit more about, about yourself. Um, pizza or pasta? Uh, pizza. Uh, quiet night in or a night out? Night out. Uh, texting or talking? Talking for sure. Favorite U.S. city? Philadelphia. Uh, favorite vacation destination? Oh man, San Diego. 
Yeah, I've just come back. Great place. <laughs> uh, favorite, <laughs> favorite song? Favorite song, Poison, Belle Biv DeVoe. Okay. Favorite movie? Uh, it's a tie between Caddyshack and Animal House. <laughs> Classics. Uh, and uh, what are you currently watching on Netflix? Uh, I don't know what I'm watching on Netflix, but I just got into Westworld. I think it's on HBO, and it is awesome. So I highly suggest it. I I couldn't agree more. <laughs> Westworld is a is a is a good piece of TV. Uh, Alex, thank you very much for your time today. It's been great to talk to you. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, you have a good day. No. Yes, you too. Thanks, Alex. Right, Stay safe. Thank you for joining us on In The Circle. Come back next week for another look inside USA Field Hockey.